Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Please be advised that Little Miss Recap contains adult language. In the book you write, he says, they tried, darling boy, I'm afraid she didn't make it. These phrases remain in my mind like darts in a board, you say. Did, did you cry? Not, never shed a single tear at that point. I was in shock. You know, you're 12 years old, sort of 7, 7.30 in the morning, early. Your father comes in, sits on your bed, puts his hand on your knee and tells you there's been an accident. Um, I, I couldn't believe. And you write in the book that Pa didn't hug me. He wasn't great at showing emotions under normal circumstances, but his hand did fall once more on my knee and he said, it's going to be okay. But after that, nothing was okay for a long time. No, nothing, nothing was okay. Harry says his memories of the next few days are fragmented, but he does remember this, greeting mourners outside Kensington Palace in London the day before his mother's funeral. When you see those videos now, what do you think? I think it's bizarre because I see William and me smiling. I remember the guilt that I felt. Guilt about the fact that the people that we were meeting were showing more emotion than we were showing. Maybe more emotion than we even felt. They were crying, but you weren't. There was a lot of tears. I talk about how wet people's hands were. I couldn't understand it at first. Their hands were wet. Their hands were wet from wiping their own tears away. I do remember one of the strangest parts to it was taking flowers from people and then placing those flowers with the rest of them as if I was some sort of middle person for their grief. And that really stood out for me. Hi everyone, welcome to Little Miss Recap, the podcast where Amy's husband rolls over in the middle of the night while she's watching The Crown and says, is that really Charles? Who are they trying to sell that to? 
no, no. In fact, Timmy, no, that is not Charles. That is the very, very handsome and very kindly cast uh, Dominic West. Good God, that's hilarious. My name is Amy Archer. I'm your host. I'm here with the lovely... What could you be today? You could be the... um, Parmesan cheese to my meatball today, okay, I think. Okay, okay, that's where we're feeling. Okay, Amanda cool. Lipnack Radel. And I say that because I had a meatball yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I loaded that, that baby up with Parmesan cheese. <laughs> Which I would never do because of my cheese rules, but... Um, what? They could appreciate... What's have a I cheese never, rule? Have I never explained the cheese rules? The cheese rule we have in this house is consume as much as possible, period. Okay. End of sentence. Okay, well, that's a much easier situation mm-hmm. than I have. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I don't eat most cheese. And there are okay. very few ways in which I will eat cheese. Okay. Um, I They are referred to by people who've been married to me. Actually, just last night, Todd and I were discussing, we were joking, like, what would happen if my three husbands got into a room together? Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. Charlie and Todd have met each other a number of times. Mm-hmm. But first and, husband, no. Yes, first husband and current husband have met oh, a number of times. Second they, husband, no. Second husband, no. First okay. husband met second husband once for like a hot minute, but, mm-hmm. but, and Todd, and my first husband genuinely seemed to like each other. Like they send each other memes and they, mm-hmm. we, we joked like what would happen? I'm like, do you guys have like a little club? Do you like talk about having been married to me? What it's like? I said, <laughs> and if so, how many conversations were about the cheese rules? Because they both find them very hilarious. So do you cheat? Like you can't eat certain cheese on things? Okay. So I'll tell you the cheese rules. They're actually very simple. They're okay. very much aligned to what your average toddler would eat. Okay. Um, so I'll eat pizza. I'll mm-hmm. eat mozzarella cheese on pizza. I will eat uh, provolone on a hoagie, provided it's not too sharp. Mm-hmm. I'll eat American cheese on a burger or on a cheesesteak. Mm-hmm. I will eat a, a grilled cheese if I make it myself. I will eat a mozzarella stick. Okay. Yeah, and we've now concluded the ways in which I will eat cheese. I will eat cheese on anything, anywhere, anytime. Give it all to me. Also, I do serve good cheeses at parties. I don't know mm. what they taste like, but I'm, I've been told I I have a knack for the choosing. Okay. Okay. This is a real divide at Little Miss Recap. Yeah, this is this is a <laughs> this is a thing that makes me different than the others. It just does. Mm-hmm. There uh, is nothing better than taking a meatball out of the pan before you get it into sauce or soup. Oh, splitting that open. It's nice and crunchy and putting a ton of Parmesan cheese on that baby and mm, down the gullet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I and here's the thing. I don't require anybody to remember my cheese rules. OK, it's no one's job to remember what I will or will not eat. Generally speaking, if people ask, though, I will just say I don't care for cheese because no one has to remember the nuance. If you just know I don't like cheese, you won't put it on my thing. OK, are people like, are you OK? Do they ask you if you're OK? I've had a number of people. Yeah, I've had a number of people ask me what's wrong with me. I could eat like Timmy laughs because everywhere we go, I want to get a cheese plate, of course, Mm. because you know I'm a middle-aged white woman. What else do I eat? Yeah, and I want to get cheap wine and cheese plate. And I sometimes I'll just make one for dinner, and that's what we have. Mm -hmm. Just a cheese plate. Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. I enjoy a little snack of a of like a charcuterie, but just the meats and just the meats. Okay, just the meats. So. Just the meats. Okay. Um, moving on. Things you learned <laughs> about me today. <laughs> I have to say, and I want to hear from our audience on this. Amanda and I were talking off air how much we enjoy covering this. Mm-hmm. And I just want to know, are you guys enjoying this? Because we're enjoying it so much. Yes. And it's the season, as I was saying to Amy ahead of time, is not getting great reviews. 
which I don't really quite understand. I understand it. I understand it a little bit. It's the pro part of the challenge is, is this is an era we all remember. Yes. So it's much harder for it to be removed. Yes. Yes. And I too started listening to the official crown podcast. And I thought it was interesting mm -hmm. how they said, like, we know from paparazzi how she spent all of her final days, like where she was, what she was wearing, mm -hmm. who she was mm -hmm. with. We don't know what anybody said. Right. Right. So, you know, we can construct the, the timeline, but what happened in that timeline is, is up for our interpretation. Yeah. And I do feel like Peter Morgan, Yes. Um, rarely missteps. I mean, the crown has been mm -hmm. pretty flawless mm -hmm. for five seasons, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. This season, I can see some of the, the missteps, but I think, again, you're right. It's so, it, it's an impossible task to cover yeah. this story and not have any criticism of your choices. Of course. And you know, we're talking about Ghost Diana. We'll get Let's, there next next, next week we'll talk about Ghost Diana. Yeah. Uh, and, and I found it interesting that he said that his intention was always to have each of the queens do two seasons. Two seasons. And mm -hmm. no, and Elizabeth died at the beginning of them filming this season. Right. And so right. he said, and I thought this was an interesting thing, he wasn't ever sure where he was going to cut this off. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where he was going to end with this. You My thought, I think he's going to end is where Charles and Camilla marry. Okay, that was what I was going to ask you because we have a big time jump coming up. Mm -hmm. So do we... Or maybe end we end at William and Kate getting married. That's what I was thinking, William and yeah, Kate. Yeah, uh, that would make more sense because I know we do have a lot about their relationship and wouldn't it make yeah. sense for, you know, we've, we've married off Charles at that point and then mm -hmm. to marry off the next heir... What I would love to see Peter Morgan do is go back and do a different queen. Mm. You know, it's called the crown. Doesn't have yeah. to be Elizabeth. Elizabeth. It could be no. Victoria. Like I'd love to see that Elizabeth the first. I'd love yeah. to see that. Same. Like give Same. us some. I love it's, when he's doing history. Let's get some crazy Mary Queen of Scots in the here. That would be absolutely, fun. absolutely. That would be fun. Yeah. All right. So okay. today we're talking the crown season three episode three. Dis moi we. Say yes, tell me yes. Dis-moi oui. Dis-moi oui. Oui, thank you. Dis-moi oui. right. is such a weird, like, I took four years of French. Yeah. And I've never seen it broken down that way, like mm. hyphenated and D-I-S. I was like, I don't even, I could not even, if it weren't for the we, I would mm. not even know that was French. Oh, Which is weird, yeah. right? It is weird. Um, yeah. I may have taken more than four years of French. I took it in high school. I took two years in college. Yeah. I was like, never saw this we. before. Okay. There's, there's a band I love from Canada who is we. now defunct. And one of the lead guys turned out to be a horrible guy. But a band named Moxie Fruvis, who I adored. And they did a lot of improv. And there was an improv that they did once during a show that was like, dis-moi, c'est quoi? Dis-moi, c'est okay. quoi? Okay. So you've so heard this phrase. Yeah, so okay. that's how I was going okay. to easily remember it. But yeah. Tell me yes. Okay. You knew I was going to butcher it. So here yes. we go. That's okay. so why I, I was prepared. Diana's on the phone with someone and telling them how Dodie is essentially love bombing her. And fr friend or therapist. We come to think it's a therapist. I think it's her therapist. Because the the woman's doing a lot of therapy speak. Mm -hmm. um, he had been in LA breaking up with Kelly and they talk a little bit about the lawsuit. So they mentioned mm -hmm. the lawsuit that we talked about last episode. And therapist is like, is this taking care of yourself how we discussed? Right. 
I thought you were weaning off the drama. Uh-huh. I thought we were coming down off this drama. And her name is Susie. Susie's like, this is not adult behavior. I know. I thought that was really interesting, given all the conversation we've had about how childlike they portray her. Yes. Yeah. And Susie always says, or Susie also says, Dodie is a little lost, and Mm -hmm. he's caught up in an unhealthy relationship with his dad, and this is not good. And Diana's like, you're right, you're right, I'll come home, I'll come home, I'll make this right, you know, back to normal. It's like Carrie Fisher and When Harry Met Sally. You're right, you're right, I know you're right. Yes. You're right, you're right. He's never going to leave his wife, right? You're right, you're right, I know you're right. (laughs) I love that movie. That's my all-time favorite movie. So overlapping here is a conversation between Dodie and Mumu. And Mumu's like, you need to get a ring on that shit. Lock it down. Lock it down. I hate Mumu. I I heard an interesting, not that I recommend going to other podcasts, but I did listen to another podcast. (laughs) And they were, um, you know, like a real podcast, like something real professional. And they were talking about how... It was. They thought it was interesting that Peter Morgan seems to have made Mumu the scape the scapegoat here, mm-hmm. and has sort of skirted over some of the stuff that maybe Charles had done to her to drive right. her to this point. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and they were yeah. basically like. This just shows how ingratiated Peter Morgan is with the royal family because well, you can tell he's real in love with them and yeah. he's he is going to look I don't feel like throughout the entire series he has held them ir- not held them responsible I don't for think some so either but I think we're seeing it here and I think that might be the criticism that people are Yes feeling. and and I think that you know you could tell he loves this family and if he can tell the story in a way that could very well be genuine and doesn't blame the royal family. He's going to try to do that. Mm-hmm. I think he's doing it here. Yeah. Not that I don't think like Mumu was trying to, you know. Oh yeah. He was gross. He was he not was, a good guy. And he was probably trying to, to influence things behind the scenes, but I don't know if he's going to this extent. You know what I mean? It's a little much. Okay. I wouldn't think so, but what do I know? So Mumu tells Dodie he will make him an equal partner in everything, including the company. Yeah. And Dodie's like, you never really offered this to me before. And Mumu's like, you never deserved it. Yeah. You never, you never got a big enough trophy mm-hmm. for it. It's so gross. The way it's gross. Just the way they're talking about her as not a person, but just yes. this asset that he needs to acquire yes. to further their. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Gross. Don't all sons want to eclipse their fathers? He asks him. So Dodie heads over to the, because it feels like Diana's on the bang yacht at this point. She's on mm-hmm. like a skiff or a little something. I just think she's on the other side of the boat. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that boat is so freaking I just, big. I just wanted to talk about the bang yacht. <laughs> the bang yacht. The baby so, yacht versus so, the big yacht. Yeah. Do- yacht. Dodie scoots on over to the bang yacht. So let's yes. pretend. And he invites Diana to go into Monte Carlo with him to go shopping and eating ice cream. And she's like, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. She needs, she's like, I need to talk to you. And he's like, I need to talk to you. So let's go. Now, I like how she said, can we just stay in and be cozy? I, I say yes, that. I say I that. Like, I, I say a, a version of that. Can we just yeah. stay home and cozy up? Or, yeah. yeah. They're both wearing baseball caps. This is a problematic look for both of them. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. Can we talk about the fact that he looks like such a schlub next to her all of the time? All of the time. Yes. All of the time. It's really noticeable on the last night. Yes. And you know his clothes are very expensive. It's not that. He just looks like a schlub next to her. 
Yeah. I feel like they found a good actor to play him. I do too. Yeah. Like I he's too. handsome enough. Yeah. But he's not handsome. He's not that no. on a level. No. And and not that but I'm that sounded like mean. Him. That sounded mean. I mean he's he's a fine looking person. Yeah. But put him up against Princess Diana and it's like Yeah. yeah. Put, okay. Put Princess Diana up against almost anybody on the yes. planet who ever yes. existed. Mm-hmm. Like Jesus. So they get into Monte Carlo. There's a lot of street noise. And over ice cream, he apologizes to her for what happened with Kelly, mm-hmm. the fiance. Diana's like, I know this all too well, like whatever. And Dodie admits that he told Kelly to quit her job. So she did lose a lot of money. Mm-hmm. And he's, I wrote he's wearing a real weird hat. Um, does, he explains, does this make you want to go to Monte Carlo though? Just these I little winding streets. Like, I want to go everywhere they are. Yeah. It's beautiful. Same. I, I might miss the field of uh, in Bosnia of the landmines. Oh, the, the landmines? You're going to skip that one? I'm going to skip that one, but otherwise, yeah. Okay. That's in. off the itinerary. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so he explains that he is upset by media coverage and they're calling him an oily rat, yeah. which is, of course, baked in racism. Oh, God, yeah. And Di says that she hates everyone here, wants to move to another country, and they talk about California. And I wrote, did Harry know this? That she yeah. wanted to go to California? <laughs> Or was this even a real conversation? Yeah, we don't even know if it was real. Right. Yeah, but I I clocked that too. I was like, Mm -hmm. hmm. So a bunch of unruly teens recognize her. Of course. It's always the teen girls. They want a picture. The boys want a kiss. I I wanted to say to these boys, do you talk to your mother with that mouth? Seriously, the way they were talking to her. They run. They escape into a diamond store. Real convenient. Mm-hmm. And as the crowd is banging at the windows, Dodie asks which ring she likes, and she jokingly points out a ring with Demoy We on the poster. And they manage to. Wah. Oh, what I say? Moi? Demoy. Okay. Wah. We on the poster, and they manage to escape. That ring is so ugly, Amy. The ring is fucking gross. That ring is so hideous. There is no universe in which Diana would want that ring. No, I agree. Not someone with her level of style, and that ring is so fucking ugly. I'm sure it costs more than anything I could ever conceive of, mm-hmm. but it is so ugly. If someone gave me that, I would not be, what is it? de moi weeing. No, no be there would be no weeing. None. There would be no wee to the de moi. Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. No. So back on the boat, she tells him that she's going home tomorrow. And this this is really like my anxiety was high for her throughout the rest of this episode starting now. Same. Because, again, like I told you last time we recorded before you'd watched it, at every step she takes from this point forward, I'm like, don't do not don't, don't do that. Don't don't well, don't do that. Don't do and that. And I like, feel like. Yes. And any I one like of those choices could have changed this. If this is true, right? Yeah. Which we don't we know the movements are true, yeah. but we don't know if the the emotion Motivation. behind it yeah. is. Um, if this is true, she just never had agency over her life. No. Right down to the last night. Yeah. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Like she just doesn't have agency. She's rather being run run over by a man or run mm-hmm. over by the paparazzi. Yep. Literally yeah. or figuratively. Yeah. So she says she has work to do. She wants to go home tomorrow. The boys are coming back. So she's going to fly home on British Airlines and or British Airways. And Dodie's like, uh, no, 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 no. I'll get you our jet. Let me just ask daddy. 
So he tells dad about the ring and dad is all hard over this. He's like, oh, I'm so excited. Oh, he is all boned up. Donnie says uh, the ring was not in stock, but they have it in their Paris store. So Mumu's like, well, then you're going right to fucking Paris. Mm -hmm. And Donnie tells Diana they can use the jet, but he needs to swing by Paris first just for one night. And I'm ready to go through the screen or jump out of my skin or something. I know. Don't go to Paris. Yep. This is not going to go well for you. Don't go to Paris. At At Balmoral. Philip and Anne are making snarky comments about William and Harry and their mother. Philip mm-hmm. is the worst. And he's right at the end of the table. He's the worst. Oh, I hate him. William is sulking, of course. And Anne thinks taking him hunting might do the trick. Sure. Get him a stag. Such a so, weird thing. Like, I got mine at 15. Charles got his 14, 13, whatever it was. I'm like... Gross. Yeah, they're tying it to some kind of masculinity, of which is weird. Yeah. So Diana and Dodie arrive at the airport to swarms of reporters. We also oh. get eyes on the driver for the first time, the bodyguard, mm-hmm. the driver. He says Mumu's instructing they go right to Villa Windsor, even though Diana has an appointment to talk with her sons. They're they're like thwarting her efforts to talk with them. Right. They, and it's they so get, funny to remember, like she couldn't have had a self like she had to be somewhere to call her children right yeah 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 she did they get to windsor mumu calls and asks to speak with diana she doesn't want to get on the phone with them but she gets on the phone with them and he's like oh, oh the duke and duchess of windsor which were edward and val simpson mm-hmm. yeah uh, spent many years here and on the podcast they were saying in season five mumu bought this house and i don't remember that i, I need to do a rewatch yeah, it what I, I was it wasn't a huge thing, but yeah, Mumu bought the house, and he made it, when I was rewatching it yesterday just to refresh my memory. Yeah, Todd, yeah, yeah. Todd was either in the room for the whole thing or came. I think he was in the room for the whole thing, but he's like, uh, the fact that you know, Mumu was trying to impress Diana with saying Jacques Chirac sold me the house <laughs> from the French government, and Diana's like, mm, yeah. yeah, like you can't impress her. No. You cannot come up with a thing that will impress her. She literally was having sex in a bedroom next to the queen. Right. She's reached the pinnacle here. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, The fact that Jacques Chirac sold you a house. Yeah. Congratulations, Mohammed. Who cares? So um, Dodie grabs the phone. Oh, oh, in this conversation, Moon was like, you know, this house was given to me, he says, by the city of Paris. And mm-hmm. it's the perfect house looking for the perfect couple. And Tony grabs the phone. He's like, chill out, dude. Take it down right. 17 notches. Right. You're like, any, anything I'm doing right here, you are <laughs> tearing apart. We all have that friend. We all have that friend. You're out yeah. drinking with the new guy that you like or whatever. Right. And we all like, have kiss him. Kiss yeah. him. <laughs> we all have You're that like, friend. Like, get out of my face. <laughs> A weirdo. So Di and Dodie head to his apartment at uh what's help me, where's where did they go? They well, his his apartment is where they're going to go. They first go to the Ritz Carlton. The Ritz Carlton, thank you. And they were going Mumu to go to the apartment it. and they got stuck in traffic so badly that they wound yeah. up just going to the Ritz. And they and Mumu owns it, which yes. I didn't know this. Okay. So the paparazzi's really amping up, and I, I wanna say Really, kudos to the director here because they do a great job mm. of mimicking the how, chaos. How chaotic and yes. frenetic it yep. was and how scary that would have felt. 
absolutely. There's if you listen closely, there's like a drum beat in the background that's uh-huh. like steadily increasing. Yeah. And it's like really crazy. So um Diana gets inside and she calls the boys, but she's missed them. Mm. And they the woman on the other line, I I don't think it's Anne, I think it's just some servant, says yeah. like they waited and then went back outside. Sorry, they waited for you, but you didn't call. Yeah, no, Anne wouldn't have been answering the phone mm-hmm. there. We have a little montage of Diana wrapping up a PlayStation for Harry. Mm-hmm. And, and William, I had to look up when his birthday is. It's September 15th. Oh, so, so she would have had this for him. She, yeah. her. I mean, his mother died two weeks before his birthday. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, William is hunting. Dodie is buying the ring that Diana wants. Mm-hmm. And it's a moment. I just wrote, it's a moment of calm and stillness in a very chaotic episode. Mm-hmm. All right, mm-hmm. now we get back outside, heading now to the apartment from the Ritz-Carlton. Utter chaos. Diana calls the boys again. When she gets there, she gets William on the horn. Harry gets on. She says she'll be home tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Harry calls Dodie the poser. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are not having. They are I not having it. this Dodie situation <laughs> in the least. Um, but yeah, something you, you texted me when you were watching it with your notes that I thought was as I was rewatching it, it's just so clear. She, she just misses her kids. She just wants to get home to her kids. It's so, I, I know this ache as a Mm -hmm. mother. It's like something about being with your kids is like just a reset for you. Mm -hmm. So like whenever, like even when I was in the Bahamas with Timmy and I was like having anxiety and I just wanted to be with my kids. Right. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's where I'm. Right. It's where you're grounded. Mm -hmm. So I really felt that from her in this whole episode. It's. I think for Diana, probably the only really true relationships she had were with her children. It it is an unconditional love. Yeah. And it's not transactional. It's nope. They don't want anything from her other than for her to be their mother, which is what she wants to be. Like, and she probably exactly the relationship it should be. She probably feels they are the only that is when she is her truest self. Mm -hmm. That's it. Hey everyone, stay tuned. Little Miss Recap will be right back after these words. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. You guys know I'm a huge fan of therapy, but what you may not know is you don't need to be in crisis to get help. See, we all carry around stressors, big and small, whether it's stuff at work, stuff with our kids, caring for our parents, even navigating friendships. Therapy is a safe place to work through those challenges. Therapy has also been a lifeline as I parent my teenage daughters. Working through some of my own stuff has made me a better mom. If you're thinking of starting, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and it's designed to fit your schedule. BetterHelp matches you with a licensed therapist who fits your needs. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash little miss recap today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H E L P 
dot com slash little miss recap. So um, they William put Terry on the phone and he's, you know, typical older Seb. Jenny would do this Other shit to me all the time. Harry puts no, William on the phone. No, first William oh, has Harry on the yes. phone. He's going, ask her, ask her. Oh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, Harry yeah. can't do it. Yeah. So now William gets on the phone and he's like, are you going to marry this guy? And she's like, no, no. And he's like, the newspapers say you're going to. And she says, the answer's no. Right. Mummy's coming home tonight. It'll just be the three of us. I'm not marrying Dodie. Emphatically not marrying him. Like yeah, not, not even on her radar, on the picture, nothing. Back outside, it's dark now. And Dodie wants to go to Chez Bonnet. Chez Bonnet. Chez Bonnet. And the paparazzi's all over them. And they change plans and they decide to go back to the Ritz or, yeah, Mm -hmm. go back to the Ritz, right? So they walk in and you could see how I would be an idiot walking around Paris. I'd be like, oh, what is this mostly? <laughs> I'd be like pronouncing words. Like when we go on our Little Miss Recap World Tour, I will take care of our time in Paris. I will take care you, of that. Not first. only can you not take Amy Archer out of America, you can take her out of Scranton, Pennsylvania. <laughs> okay. So um, they they – Change plans. They walk in. Everybody's like, "Whoa!" Like Princess Di just walked in. <laughs> like, How awful! They go hell. into the main dining room, right? Going, like, what we, are you thinking? Can't they get a table off to the side somewhere? What is right. happening here? How did they think that this would be a good idea? I don't know. Except Dodie get... wanted to be seen with her. Now I will ask you because I know I sure have. Have you ever had a dinner like this where you walk in and you just start to cry at the table? Because <laughs> I've had many of them. I've had many of them too. Now, I yes. haven't had them because everyone in the restaurant is looking at me funny and Mm-mm. talking about Mm-mm. me and I can hear it. I've usually I- had them because of something going on with the other person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So Dodie gets her out of there. They they eat upstairs. Okay. She just starts crying at the table. You can see she's crying so hard. And just that one like... <gasps> mm-hmm. Now, that's something I'd be interested to know. Did that happen? You know, what I, I mean? would because think there's other people there. Yeah, there's enough people there to have validated what happened. So in the room, Diana apologizes, but Dodie's like, no, 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 this is all me. Like, you wanted to get home. He puts on Julio Iglesias. He presents her with the ring. And she's like, no, 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 Abort, 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 abort. <laughs> Do not go on this mission. Yeah, that when he puts on like the cheesy Julio Iglesias, my mother yes. loved Julio Iglesias. My this, grandmother did. My mother did. There was a yes. lot of this played mm-hmm. in my house. My mm-hmm. mother, my mother was really into Julio Iglesias and Willie Nelson. And when they toured together, they mm. toured together. Wow. They they did a duet of all the girls I've loved before. Willie Nelson's amazing. Willie Nelson is amazing. Um, I'll have to find it posted in um, in Backdoor Friends. It's a duet between the two of them. My mother listened to it over and over again, and I mm. saw them at the Valley Forge Music Fair together. Oh, my God. Willie that's Nelson great. and Julio Iglesias. Mm-hmm. I was like 10 years old, and she drug me along. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> Strange bedfellows, but we get it. There you go. So he presents her with the ring. She's freaking out. She sits him down. She's like, look, the summer's been fun. But we can't just get married because the whole world thinks we might. And I'm not ready for marriage at all. And she Mm -hmm. says, there's only one person in the world this marriage would make happy, and it's your father. Yeah. Then she says, I can't make your father love you more by becoming your wife. And he goes, actually, I think he can. (laughs) 
Yeah, actually, I think you can. But here's yeah. the thing. She knows she can't. You know why? Because she couldn't make Charles's mother love him more by no. marrying him. No. You, no. no. She's like, okay, maybe I can, but I'm not going to. Right. Not gonna. If nothing else, well, she could make Mumu be nicer to Dodie, yes. for sure. Maybe. Yes. So now they eat, and he says, okay, I'll return the ring. And then he says, when my dad finds out, he's going to know that I'm hopeless. And Diana talks to him about breaking free of Mumu and going to California. Mm. And she asks Dodie now, okay, now you help me with my problems. And he says, you need to slow down. Yeah. Stop being in such a mad hurry to find whatever it is you're looking for. And she says she's always dashed around and lost herself in the process. And she says motherhood has made her the happiest. Yeah. So go home and be a mother. And we know yeah. she's not going to and yep. it's awful. So now Mumu calls and Jody starts to tell him off, but he hangs up silently. Mm-hmm. Uh, he tells him, you know, I'm not marrying Diana and you need to stop. And he's like, I love you, but you need. And of course, Mumu was not hearing any of this. Right. Exactly. They then decide to leave the apartment. Uh, then he says to Diana, do you want to leave the apartment or do you just want to stay here tonight? And she says, uh, we're going to leave. And Don't go. I know. Don't go. Bodyguard Trevor advises against this. I don't want to mess with Trevor. No. But Dodie's like, look, we're going to switch up the cars, send two out front. Me and Mm -hmm. Diana will leave in the back. It's fine. Um, Henry's Henry is at the bar having a drink or two or three or four. He was way over the legal limit. Yes, he was. And um, he's called to drive them. So then we get this scene of Diana and Dodie. I didn't write this down, but I I don't know why, because it was important. When they're alone waiting for the car to come. Right. They're like in the bowels of, you know, the behind the yeah. back, back of like the house. Some of the back hotel. tunnel of some. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, and you know, service they, entrance. They really have this moment of just like the calm before the storm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of nice. And they, you know kind of make peace with each other and, and he, he admits he didn't actually tell his father and yeah, she says it, i know but you she's will like someday. you will yeah it's really nice it's really yeah nice. i want i want to believe that's true i want to believe any moment of sweetness she had prior to this happened me too yeah so now we see the dude from the opening scene again the one with mm-hmm. the impatient dog or the one yes. who's impatient with this dog who right because he won't poop. pee at two in the morning mm-hmm. or whatever it is or the diversion at night the diversion that Dodie has orchestrated here does not work. And the paparazzi no. are all over them. Yeah. And we see the car trying to outrun the motorcycles heading into the tunnel at a really, really high speed. Mm-hmm. And then we end with the car horn. Yeah. It's just so mm. hard to watch. And to, to look at the fear on her face as she's getting into that car again. And there's all those assholes. And I'm sorry. I'm going to call all these paparazzi assholes. I, I understand how they... You can absolutely call them all assholes. They're They're all awful. And I understand how they got to that... I mean, I understand the system that created the whole thing. Like, I get it all. It's still just fucking awful. Um, Yep. And they should have left her alone. But just the total fear in her face as she's looking at them. And I remember seeing those photos after she died of her with her, like, with her head down, trying not to be seen. Yeah. also, could we talk about the fact that even in just white jeans and a black blazer, she's amazing. Freaking stunning mm-hmm. she is. I don't know why this resonated with me, but I read um, an article about 
the first responders who responded to her. Mm-hmm. And I just had to look it up for clarity, but I did remember the firefighter said her last words when he arrived on scene were, my God, what has happened? Yeah. And I'm like, isn't that kind of the fitting That's, phrase for her life? It is. My God, what has happened? And yeah. I had forgotten that she was not killed instantly. The Dodie and the driver were killed instantly. She was yeah. not. Yeah. And she was alive for a number of hours afterwards. Uh, I just can't. I mean, imagine waking up in... I mean, we've seen what that car looks like. It barely exists anymore. So they, so, so Henry was over the legal limit way over. Mm -hmm. They were going way too fast. Yeah. And they didn't have seatbelts on. Mm -hmm. I mean. All the things. All the things. All all the things. You wonder if one of those things would have saved them. Exactly. If she had a seatbelt on, would it have saved her? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Or. Probably. Or if they didn't have to go through a tunnel on the way, if they were just like driving down a straight open street, would it have thing? Like what, like what happened? Do we know what happened in the tunnel? Did, did he not, did he take the curve too fast? Was it slippery? Like, I wonder what actually. I know he hit a median. Yeah. Like he hit a pillar. And ricocheted off. Yes. But I, I don't know. I don't know. Um, I wanted to talk a little bit about my, my, did it really happen? Okay. Is about the Dimoi We ring. Okay. Okay. So I wanted to know, did she really buy, did he really buy her this? Is it an engagement ring? Because mm-hmm. in the days after, Mumu yeah. spins this as they were engaged. They were engaged and he was trying to tell people she was pregnant. Right. Yeah. And, which she was not, no. the autopsy, she was not. She's not pregnant. Um, and when he unveils in the Herod's gro- uh, grocery store, listen to me, in the Herod's grocery store. Right. It's like one of the fancy. You, you didn't know Herod's had a grocery world. store? Right. In the window at Herod's, he yeah. displays their pictures and he displays oh. the ring oh, there too. How fucking tacky. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. So um, I found this. So there's a bunch of different articles about this ring. Sure. Because we we just don't know. Mm-hmm. So one of the one of the people saying, yes, it was an engagement ring and Diana picked it out was the jeweler himself. Raposi, I believe his name was. Okay. And his that article came out days after her death. And is and this a guy, is this the guy in Paris or is this, this the guy in Monte Carlo? Monte Carlo. Okay. And he was saying they were in here. Da, 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 da. Okay. He's one of the only guys on mm. record saying it. Although he would know, right? It's it's his jewelry store. You would think so, yeah. Everybody else has said this was not an engagement ring. Mm. First of all, it was Was it a Darcy appreciation ring? It might have been a, a Darcy appreciation ring. <laughs> so what I wanted to look at is um the official record, because there was an inquest into her mm-hmm. death by the right. crown or whatever. Yeah. So two main sources have claimed that Dodi Fayed, this is from Newsweek, proposed or was intending to propose to Princess Diana in the hours before or after death. The first is Muhammad Al-Fayed. Okay. He is the one who they believe it was super tight with the jeweler. And that's why the jeweler said ah, Diana picked out the ring. Now there it. is, they do believe that they found respite in that jewelry store, but nobody else, the workers, nobody else. Confirms that Diana picked that ring out. Okay. Okay. And it's so, so funny the way it happened in the in the story, even because he's like, Do you see anything you like? She's like, that thing. Like, 
Yes. It yes. was the least. And it know. was not the right moment. No, no. She's panicked. Yeah. It was so dumb. So weird. So the second person was Fayed's butler, Renee, Renee Delorme, who told Operation Paguette, which is the, the name of the inquiry, Inquisition. that Fayed had expressed to him his intention to propose. And he also said he witnessed Fayed on one knee at his apartment and heard Diana say the word yes. However, he could not be certain this was in response to a proposal of marriage. Now, this this formal inquest also interviewed a number of Diana's closest friends, family, and staff. All of them said the princess was not considering marriage at all mm-hmm. to, to Fayed, okay? The ring was not worn by Diana when she left the apartment. And perhaps one of the biggest pieces of evidence that it was not an engagement ring is he spent like $13,000 on it. Yeah, and he's buying her ring, engagement ring. Right, the engagement ring that he got Kelly Fisher was like five times that. Okay, yeah. So people are like... That's not what he would have done. It's not the engagement ring. So no. there is, you know, there's... Was it a promise ring? Was it... Uh, what What was Darcy's? An appreciation ring. The appreciation ring. The, Did I she get the key to the apartment? We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know. But, but I'm thinking... The people who have said it was an engagement ring are all very connected to Mumu. And there's that an is, agenda for saying There's it. an agenda because that's pretty much only his story. Yeah. Everybody else that is not connected to him is like, no, no way. Her mm-hmm. friends were all saying like she was not interested in getting married again. Right. So right. I don't think it was an engagement ring. I don't think it was an engagement ring either. Mm-hmm. I don't think she was interested in remarrying uh, I don't think any, I think if she was going to remarry, it would not have been him. And it certainly wouldn't have been some dude that she, that she spent basically three weeks with. Yeah. I think that, you know, I think she was finding respite mm-hmm. in his, in his yacht. I mean, we saw it. I'd go to that yacht or the bang yacht. Yeah. I, I The bang yacht would be great too. I'd be fine in either place. And she got to hide like, yeah, the paparazzi were there, but they were farther away. Mm-hmm. And she could go on the interior of this boat. I could find respite in St. Tropez. Yes, you could. You too could find <laughs> respite in St. Tropez. If Timmy asked me to go to St. Tropez, I would say, dis moi we. Oui. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, I'm, so t- I'm such a terrible human. <laughs> This is Amy's corner on how to mispronounce French mm-hmm. as horribly as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I. It's just it's so heartbreaking because this just did not have to happen. None of this had to happen. It didn't have to happen. But I again, I want to come back to looking at this artistically. This was a good episode. I think so too. I think I, they did a great job of of having that chaos with those really important breaks in the mm-hmm. chaos of just like this silence. I don't know. It was just so just good. Really slowly ramping up the tension and the tension and the tension such that by the time she had to get herself into the Ritz Carlton, she was, you know, already so beside herself. Yeah. And she knew she shouldn't have been there. She didn't want to be there. All she wanted to do was go home. All she wanted to do was be with her kids. Yeah. And, and all she wanted to do was just be left the hell alone. Yeah. Just yeah. leave her alone. 
Just leave her the hell alone. It's real. I mean, you know, I was thinking about one like, could argue like you don't marry the Prince of Wales and then ask to be left alone. But excellent point. But also, no, the paparazzi had never paid attention to a royal in the way that they did with her. Yeah, it was a whole other level with her. And this changed it, everything. This changed the the whole like paying for paparazzi photographs. This was really the beginning of that mm-hmm. in in England. Anyway, I don't know if that for was sure. the beginning here. Probably it was. I mean, one kind of leads into the other and vice versa. I don't know. That'd be an interesting question. Mm-hmm. But it's... I can't imagine living in a world where all people want is a photo of me. I was thinking about, in particular, when they're in Monte Carlo and they're getting ice cream. Mm-hmm. And, that, and like, wearing those terrible of, hats. They're wearing those terrible hats. Mm-hmm. And a couple of teens, like teenage girls, clock them. And, mm-hmm. you know, realize what's happening. Knowing you, what I know now, I would like mm-hmm. to think that as a teenage girl, I'd be like, no, just let them be. They're just well, doing well, that's their what thing. I was going to ask you. Did you feel like that was realistic that the teenagers started bothering them? Yes. Okay. Teenagers will do anything. Teenagers are assholes, right? Yeah. yeah. Think about it. It is you the know? official position of Little Miss Recap that teenagers, teenagers are real assholes. Yeah. Like, think about somebody famous that your girls love. If they were just sitting there, sitting there. I don't know. My, girl, my girls would be pretty shy. I don't know if they would. Okay. If they're with a group of their friends, though, yes. Yeah. Yes. Not even right. the two You're of right. them. But if they're in a group of friends and they mm-hmm. see whoever or somebody they love. Yeah. Would they go running? Probably. Maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, I mean, it all becomes. Would I it all go becomes... running if I saw Harry Styles? Yes. Right. And again, I still don't I... understand Harry Styles, but that's fine. Harry Styles, cheese. What are you? I know. I know. <laughs> what is I, I, No, question number one. Who are you? Who do you <laughs> think you are? <laughs> Second of all, who hurt you? <laughs> who hurt you? Uh, so, you know, I think I've said before on this, maybe I haven't, but I love reading the vulture.com. I love um, the vulture. Yeah. And I love reading all, any TV show I watch, I always go and look at the their recap sector. Mm-hmm. I like it. And each one always has some like interesting information mm-hmm. in the back and the very end. And this one, they're calling it crown jewels. It's always like little facts that they throw in. And depending on the show, it like, I forget what they call it for yellow jackets, but it's like, you know, behind the scenes buzz or something, whatever it is. But the thing that they said here is I noticed the gaming console Diana wrapped for Prince Harry in advance of his birthday was changed from an Xbox, um, an inaccurate claim from Harry's memoir spare to a period correct PlayStation. Yeah. Which I yep. thought was interesting. Like, it, yeah, it's interesting because I really, I thought about that because when I wrote my memoir, I yeah. tied a lot of it to gaming consoles. Like I used that as a timeline. Oh, interesting. I said and, you read your book. It's on my Kindle. And I, um, I, well, it's in my second book actually, which oh. isn't out yet. Oh, okay. Now that I think about it, this whole scene that I wrote and I tied like, okay, so here we go. Here we, first of all, here we go. First of all. So my first memoir, the one that's out, Fat Girl Skinny, yes. is about my divorce from my husband. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when I was writing the second book, you have to incorporate everything that's in that first book so the reader has it going forward. Sure. So I do this scene where I flash back to our timeline together, our life mm-hmm. together, and I do it in choppy vignettes tied to each da- gaming console that ah. progresses us through the years. But anyway, to write that, I had to do a lot of research on what game console was out at what time. Sure. And so I knew that in 1997, 
PlayStation was coming out because that's when mm. I was moving in with my first husband. So got right. it. Okay. Yeah. Because right. mm. I thought Xbox was later. Yeah. So, so but yeah. Harry gets that wrong. I didn't know that. Yeah. In his okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, I was yeah, trying to also- find out like if the paparazzi was a problem in our country around this same time, but I mm-hmm. can't find a straight answer. I think I'm gonna have to do a little more research and come back. Okay. Yeah, I also, the other thing that they point out in this, and I, what were your thoughts on artistically of the two of them as they're going faster and faster and they're being chased holding hands? I don't know. I don't hate it. I don't have a problem either. with it. The way they describe it is that they're holding hands Thelma and Louise style. <laughs> I mean, if I was nervous, I might mm-hmm. reach for my friend's hand or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, they, they banged, so they had some level of intimacy with each other. Yes. And they were going very fast, and it was very scary. Oh, I'm sure. So yeah. I I could see uh, that. I could see so it being how, how, how terrified they must have both been. Can we talk about what is your what is your opinion, artistically, on how good of a father they're making Charles over there at Balmoral? <laughs> oh, Lord. Oh, Lord. Like, we're doing father knows best over at Balmoral. We really are. We're, this... This version of Prince Charles is making Barry Plath look like a shitty father. And Barry Plath is actually showing up. Yeah, it's really interesting in how they take William out for his first buck. And they do like the paint, like the blooding. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What, what did Diane call it? I think the, blo- the blooding or the bleeding. Yeah, did you get blooded or something? Like yeah, that? And, she's, and she's like appalled by it. She's like, it's mm-hmm. so gross. I can't believe that they do that. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. just, yeah, they're he's, making him seem like father of the fucking year over there. He's being dad of the year over there. He's, uh-huh. yeah. And we don't and, see Camilla. We don't see a lot of Camilla at all in this season. We saw her no. in the 50th, the 50th birthday. That's we'll see, it. We'll see her. We'll hear her in the next episode because Charles calls her to tell her what happened to Diana. And, it, and the way it sounds is that it, he calls her before he even tells the boys. Which, yeah. honestly, would make some level of sense. One of our backdoor friends and someone I have spoken to personally for an article that I wrote was talking about having to do this, having to tell her children their yeah. father passed. I can't, I can't imagine. I, can't, yeah. I just can't imagine. I mean, telling an yeah. adult that their parent has passed is telling their children. difficult. Ooh. Yeah, I have a friend who has told me the story of having to tell her, her children that their father had died and she was very much divorced from her husband. They were very, it was a contentious divorce. There was no love lost between the two of them. Right. For sure. But having to, she's recounted the whole experience of it to me. And she's like, it was far and away the worst day of my life. Mm -hmm. It was the worst thing I've ever had to do in my life. Mm -hmm. And one of her kids was in college. And so she, and luckily was in college in Philadelphia. But so she's like, I had to go get my one son from high school. Like I wanted to be mm-hmm. with them together. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and just having to figure out the logistics of that really fast and, you know, telling her older son and then making sure a friend was there with him until she could get, it's just, yeah. you have there's no to, good way to do it. And I think she, everyone's done it as best they can. Cause there's no good way course. to do this. Yes. And you just have to cushion that blow as mm-hmm. much as you can. I can't imagine Charles being a cushion the blow type person. No, no, and and not it's at not all. necessarily his fault. I mean, he, no one's ever cushioned his blows. Exactly. He doesn't know how to do that. Exactly. Yes. Yes. He doesn't yes. know how to be nice to anybody because no one was no. ever nice to him. Right. Ugh. Oh God. All right, girl. We've said it all. We have said it all. We've said yeah. it all. Next episode. 
I, I'm going to have, well, you're doing the notes, but I have 85,000 fact checking things because it's such a, such an important episode. Yeah. Yeah. We could talk about that. Um, and we'll talk, I will I also want us to do a, where were we when I remember when right where I was yeah. Same, and what yeah. we all thought. Yeah. It'll be interesting. And then we have to wait a couple of weeks till the final yeah. six episodes. Yeah. But again, guys, let us know if you're enjoying this. I mean, yes. I'm I'm digging it. I'm loving this. I am too. My bad French and all. Oh, uh, I'm here to help with the French. Mm-hmm. It brings mm-hmm. me joy. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes it makes good use of the 14 years of French I took, and I can't really speak the language at all. So it, mm-hmm. it okay. it's a good use of our time. Well, maybe someday we'll go to Saint Tropez and you'll love. Well, and Monte Carlo and get ice cream and look at ugly rings. <laughs> how can I? How can I mispronounce Monte Carlo? Monte <laughs> Carlo. Well, I don't know. All right, girl. Um, guys, yeah. if you haven't already, please leave us a review. We love please. five stars only. Yes, of course. Yeah. I mean, of I course. don't think I've set it up so you can't even leave a four star. <laughs> I love, and I've noticed a lot of podcasters have been pointing this out recently, and it just makes me laugh that like someone will give this review, like this is my favorite podcast of all time. I love what, you know, Bob and Joe do. It's so great. It's so great. Three stars. We have a few of those. (laughs) We have a few of those. And I think what happens, because somebody's explained it to me, is it's it's hard to hit the stars on your iPhone or something. Okay. Yes. Yes. I have a few of those. They're like, we love you so much. Three stars. (laughs) Wow. What does it take to get a five star? Right. Exactly. Do you need me to come over and clean your house? Like, I'll do it. What do you need? But um, yeah. So, and if you want to hear us talk about Sister Wives, jump on to Little Miss Recap Extra. Mm -hmm. You can subscribe through Apple subscriptions, Patreon, Supercast. We got it all. Got it all. All the places. All the places. places. Thanks so much for listening, guys. And we'll see you soon. Take care, everyone. Bye. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.